mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey guys, it's Candace and Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Yep, we totally thought we'd have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s. But surprise, we don't at all. We don't, and that's okay. It's all okay. Uh, today, we wanted to talk about drumroll cooking. We're all doing it, we're all eating it. We are all cooking a lot these days. You can't pop onto social media without seeing a fancy coffee that someone's brewing up or a sourdough bread that someone is putting in the oven. It is just Food Network 24-7, and we're actually really enjoying it. So today we wanted to talk about why it feels so nice to be cooking right now even though this is a really um, intense time. Is that what we're calling it this week? It's it's just a roller coaster ride of emotions. Today is Monday, April 27th. We've all been quarantined. Well, Kayla and I have been quarantined separately for going on around 44, 45 days. And we have a re- really special guest who's really embodied what it means to just slow down and cook a delicious meal. We have Brie Emery on today, you guys. And Brie was uh, one of our guests in season one. Um, she, We have another episode with her, episode nine. But today we have her to talk about her new website, I Am Presently. Um, Brie is a Los Angeles-based graphic designer and art director who founded her lifestyle company at Design Love Fest. And through at Design Love Fest, Brie has designed alongside Target, Keds, HGTV, and so much more. Um, she now has her new mindfulness website and YouTube channel called I Am Presently that focuses on the healing power of the present moment through relaxing cooking videos. It is just what we all needed right when we needed it. And we, Candace and I came across it and just fell in love with it and thought, let's share it with our listeners. Ah. <sighs> It's nice. It's a reminder to slow down, breathe, and relax. And she has such inspiring home cooking videos. Candace, what have you been cooking lately? Have you been inspired by Brie? 
I've been inspired by the enjoying the process of cooking. Usually I am spending the cooking time of the day. My husband and I alternate when we cook. Um, I had just gotten into more of a routine of doing a lot more of the dinner time cooking. And so for five people, it just became more like, what can I do that's just like easy and I won't mess up and I can just throw in the oven. You know, it's been like salmon, potatoes, and like roasted carrots have been in like roasted broccoli have been like the go-tos. That sounds very um, healthy and delicious. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then pizza on the side <laughs> because course. that's what you do when you have a four-year-old and <laughs> like everyone's hungry for other food as well. Um, but uh, I've finally been able to enjoy the process a little bit more of like really minding like cutting the onion and teaching like our oldest, you know, um, our, my, uh, 17 year old stepdaughter was asking like, how do you cut an onion? And I was like, Oh, this is like a moment. Like this is cause there is a really specific way to like that you can easily chop an onion and it just makes it go by faster. And so I'd never like she had never stopped to think, how do you cut an onion? And I have never stopped to think, hey, maybe I should teach her one day the very important life lesson of like how to properly chop an onion. And so it's been more about that. It's been more about like, you know, asking our kids, like, what do you want to eat? And then I can learn how to cook that and I can teach you how to cook that. You know, even, you know, Elise, who I was just talking about at 17, she's been baking like crazy. You know, it's been, we've all kind of been slowing down. Joe's been like braising ribs and doing, I mean, trying to perfect the cast iron steak. It's been a lot of like things that we've always said we wanted to be good at. I love it. We're finally doing that. That's so great. That's what about you guys? um, Tanner got a smoker. My husband Tanner got a smoker. <gasps> no way. So he has decided that he is going to, you know, time and time again, try to f- perfect ribs and brisket and all this good stuff so that when we have game days, whenever that will be, um, he will know exactly what works and what doesn't. And so, you know, we're excited to sample the trials of his smoke- smoker um, experience. So that should be really fun. Um, especially for me too, because how much meat have you eaten so far? None yet, but I'm going to the grocery store after this to buy a ton of meat. It's a, it's a silver lining to this, um, pandemic experience. And the one thing I keep hearing everyone talk about is how many dishes they're doing. And it's a, it's a funny, trivial complaint in this time, but, um, I feel like we're all in it together where we're all just really overdoing dishes because, you know, with all the cooking, it comes all the dishes. Um, it's a, it's just an interesting thing that we're all going through together. <laughs> um, but well, no, it's, it's, it's all those little, the fact that though, like at what point before, I mean, what I think is hilarious, it's not hilarious. Like I, all these words are just, we're just trying to figure out our emotions through all of this because the the reality is is that it is all very weighted but the fact that like you've never like how often have you sat down to be thinking like huh there's more dishes and like i do a lot of dishes like the fact though that there's time and space that like your brain is slowing down for that you are present minded like when's the last time that you were actually just thinking about dishes as opposed to like all the other things. Like think about all the things you and I usually talk about in a day. And it's usually things that haven't happened yet, happened a long time ago, or is totally out of our control. It's very, very true. And you know, one thing that Brie does so well is discuss so openly her emotions and how she's feeling. And she's just really raw. And that's part of the reason we wanted to have her on today is just to discuss her, um, open battle with anxiety and depression and how it's affecting her right now and her new um, YouTube channel and website I am presently with those soothing cooking videos and she just is such a great guest you guys our conversation with her is awesome so coming up right now our great interview with Brie Emery we're just so glad that you're here because Candace and I came across I am presently organically and just felt like it was exactly what we needed right now. And, um, tell Mm -hmm. us, tell us how you started, uh, formulating the idea for it. Well, over the past, I would say maybe like six months or so, I've, I just have been having this pull away from what I was 
currently doing. Not to say like, oh, I'm done with Design Love Fest. It's just I've been feeling like I needed to pull back and reevaluate it and figure out like what parts of it actually make me happy. You know, so I'm constantly making these lists of (laughs) things that currently make me happy in order to sort of manifest my future. And cooking was always just at the top of this list as something that helped me like find joy. And so I started like doing cooking stories on Instagram, just, um, just recording like my recipes and stuff. And people would always be like, it's so relaxing. Like just watching you without words, you know, it's just relaxing. It's relaxing. So I kept hearing this over and over and, and I was just like, maybe there's something to this. Like maybe this really could help like soothe people in some way. And I could inspire people to, get in the kitchen because like for me, I mean, I used to literally just make rice and beans like every single night, especially when I was single. Like I just ordered out or went out to eat or made rice and beans from Trader Joe's. That's all I did. And then I love it. It's such a pure vita meal. Have you been to Costa Rica? That's all they eat down there. (laughs) I have. I mean, I still love it. I still have been going back to it in quarantine, but you know, I'm happy that I kind of expanded that and found how to cook and how to enjoy like cooking at home for myself and for other people. And so, yeah, presently just sort of blossomed over a few month period of me really thinking about how I can align with what is currently making me happy. And then I got really into meditation and I was like, maybe I need to figure out a way how to blend the two and make this sort of like a meditation cooking show. So people can watch it, they can feel inspired to cook and they can also just chill out. So yeah, I don't know. It just kind of came from <laughs> some deep thought, I guess. Now I want to take you back because you in the very beginning were telling us that it's a little eerie, the timing of it all. And you were at a meditation retreat and it right. kind of struck you. I was, I was at this retreat and you know, a lot of it was, you had to be silent, like for most of the meals. And I would, I would, look around and everyone would just be kind of like, you could only hear the noise of like the spoons on the bowls. And, you know, everything was just like, you could feel this like vibration in your body from the sounds. And I really liked that sort of like ASMR quality about it. And so I was like, okay, I've got to combine this feeling into videos. And yeah, just like filmed it like a few weeks later, came up with the name like in one night. I just like stayed up till five in the morning thinking of names and it just like all and then like right when quarantine happened, I was set to launch it. So it was sort of just like this, yeah, like eerie timeline of something inside of me like knew that this would be useful. I mean, I'm sad that I haven't been able to film more right now, but I'm happy that we were able to at least get it out there. It's so funny. I didn't realize that I was using cooking videos as something to calm my stress. Um, Back when I had um, our youngest, Florence, I used to actually, whenever I'd wake up in the middle of the night to breastfeed her or early in the morning when no one else was awake because I was feeding her, I would always be on my phone watching cooking videos but I always had to keep it on mute because they were always so loud and they were aggressive mm-hmm. and they'd always have like bright pops of mm-hmm. things. But like there were like these tasty BuzzFeed videos and it's just like short right. versions they were of so like cooking sped up. meal. And they're so sped up, mm-hmm. but like, and, and just like aggressive. But I found it so soothing just watching these recipes like unfold mm-hmm. be- before my eyes. And the second right. that I saw... Um, your videos for I Am Presently, I was just like, this is what I needed. (laughs) I needed this at three (laughs) in the morning. (laughs) And it was so weird. I never thought of it as something that was like calming my mind. I thought it was just like this weird little like food fetish that I had um, in the middle of the night for some reason. Yeah, I kind of wanted to push the boundaries of like our attention span because there was so many videos out there that would move so fast. And I was like, that really takes out the the quality of what cooking means to me. You know, it's all about like slowing down and taking in the smells and the sounds and the present moment. And I was like, I think that this needs to be like totally opposite of that sped up fast life that everyone's become so used to. And so I was like, I want to like slow this down, obviously not make it like 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, maybe I will someday, but I wanted it to be the opposite of that feeling. 
And what's so great about it too, Brie, is that you say it's for an inexperienced cook, which a lot of times these massive recipes can be overwhelming. And um, even in quarantine, we feel like, oh no, I need to tackle that like really hard recipe. And the whole idea about presently is that it's not about that. You can make a simple recipe and enjoy doing it and then enjoy feeding it to yourself or to people that you love. And what advice would you have for those that are inexperienced and feel a little bit overwhelmed with cooking, but maybe want to dabble, you know, maybe get past that rice and beans moment you were describing? Right. (laughs) Well, I remember for me, when I first started, it was all about, you know, my husband tells me like, when he first met me, he's like, you don't do anything that you're not already good at. And I was like, (laughs) what? <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe you're on to something here. And it, it really is. It taps into that sort of fear of being not good at something or fear of failing. And so you really do have to kind of start small and build your confidence. And for me, that was breakfast. I was sort of like, I'm obsessed with eggs. So I'm just going to cook an omelet every day and get better at it. Or I'm just going to cook a six minute egg and put it on toast and garnish it pretty you know like start small or somewhere that makes you feel comfortable that might just be making sandwiches like how much better can you make your sandwich like tomorrow or you know not thinking about these huge elaborate recipes but really just getting as present as possible with the food that you have you know and just hearing the sounds or watching the food come together or plating it really gorgeous you know you don't have to think about it in an overwhelming way. I really think it's all about building confidence in the kitchen. And that's just little steps each day. I love how you reference making eggs. Cause even though people think that eggs is just like such a simple thing, I'm sure you've realized at this point, like some of the most like foundational practices of cooking, like they're hard. Like, um, they can be very difficult. Oh my God. An omelet, like a French omelet is <laughs> not easy. <laughs> Candace, didn't what you are, say- What are the ones oh. where you have to boil the, yeah, the boil the, you have to like crack the egg over boiling water. What is that? A poached egg. Poached egg. Yeah. Poached egg. Oh, that one's fun. Yes. That one's my fun husband learn. learned that during quarantine. But at yeah. what point then did you decide to go to cooking school? Because I remember watching you um, taking all these cooking classes. So was this your attempt then to, uh, yeah. to just learn more in a comfortable space? Yeah. I mean, I just gotten to this point where I wanted to push further and I was like, I'm thinking about this every day. It's making me happy every day. I want to learn more. I want to learn, you know, so it was very um, impulsive. I basically like looked up the schedule um, for the school and like signed up and it started the next week. And it was just sort of like this, yep, I'm doing this like just right away you know, impulse decision. So I went to school for 21 weeks, I think. And we just learned a new one day would be all about chicken. We'd make chicken like four different ways. Like I learned so, so much during that. So that was definitely one of the best things I did last year. Do you feel like meeting your husband, I think boyfriend at that time, um, pushed you to try something new once he brought that to your attention that you only try things you're good at? (sighs) Uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> Annoyingly, he's gotten me to do many things outside of my comfort zone, which have all turned out to be great. And so, what's so nice? Luckily, a partner can do, can do that. Totally. And what's so nice too is, um, it sounds like you just finally gave yourself permission to fail, which is a huge life lesson. Oh my god, my first cooking class, I like burned the quinoa. I was so embarrassed. Like, I mean, I just, you know, I wasn't really that good in the beginning, and. I would be really, really hard on myself. And then I just started each day being like, you don't need to be hard on yourself. This is just something for fun. You're not doing this for any other reason, but that, but to have fun, you know? So it taught me to be easier on myself. It taught me patience. It taught me all sorts of things. So definitely get into it. What I love about how it, all of that just applies to this time specifically is I think it gives someone a moment of just, you, the idea of being present while you're cooking for yourself, you're nourishing your body, you're feeding your family, because so much right now is out of our control. And, and there's only so much you can do. And there's only so much news you can read. And there's only so many tears you can cry. And there's only so many zoom hangs you can have with your friends. 
But the idea of just sitting down and like, I love that sourdough is taken off. You know, so many people have been like making their own bread. Like who knew Mm -hmm. that in year 2020, like when all those back to the future movies were being made, like people were so futuristic. And the reality is here we are in 2020 in this new decade and people are finding so much like joy and just calm in the world, just baking bread. That's the trend right I know. now. I think we're get, we're all getting back to sort of like an ancient way of living. And it's, it's really, really cool. Yeah, I same. Think. Have you guys seen the bread art? It's now a thing. There was a whole, I, this morning I went down a wormhole of bread art. <laughs> I see Mel's face. She looked at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Basically, people have so much yeah, time on their very, hands. It's very, very exciting. Everyone's yes, cooking. and it's so soothing that they're yes. decorating their bread and it's beautiful bread. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, you don't want to eat it. It's so pretty. But I feel like that's very on brand with I Am Presently and Design Love Fest and making <laughs> your food beautiful and then enjoying it. Um, Brie, do you have a favorite recipe you made so far um not necessarily on presently but just in life that you find that inspires you that brings you to that zen place I don't have one specifically but I definitely have like favorites and I love just cooking in a Dutch oven and making something like come to life over a few hours so I really like doing sort of the the braised short ribs that is just like always a huge hit um or any sort of soups or any Anything that we have to like brown meat first or, you know, kind of build flavors. Those are always my favorite because they take a lot of your attention and you kind of have to just stand there and it feels like you're sort of in this Zen zone anyways. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, I don't have a lot of kids running around though. So I don't know <laughs> totally. how that feels for other people. <laughs> I, I hear you. You originally mentioned that um, Design Love Fest was inspiring you, but you wanted to find uh, ways that spoke to you more. And so that brought I Am Presently. But mm-hmm. do you, how do you find ways to continue to inspire yourself with social media? Because it does tend to be a bit mundane or the same thing over and over again? Oh my gosh. I feel like the quarantine, like I've definitely been in the phase where I'm just sort of over it. Social media where I'm just sort of like, I can't come back here. Like I'm endlessly scrolling on my phone because I'm bored and I'm seeing that it's just like a habit and I'm not doing it for fun Mm -hmm. anymore. And it sucks because there are so many things that are inspiring on there. I do love sharing on there, but I was just doing it way too much. So I think for me, it's just kind of coming up with more restrictions around social media and my phone in general. Like, I feel like I have sort of like this addiction to it and I have to like put it in the other room because it's just sort of this every 10 seconds. I mean, maybe not that often, but you know, anytime you're feeling something or you're feeling bored, you're just like, oh, well, I oh, I need to look at my phone and I need to look at this. And it's just sort of like the most creative that you can be is when you take a break from it, Mm -hmm. you know, because it does just get so watered down when you're on it all the time. So I feel like for me, I have to kind of make some strict rules. (laughs) I'm sure that there's been a lot of it, though, that's felt in the past like it's your I mean, it's part of your job. You've got this blog, you do so many partnerships with big, you know, you do a lot of advertising work with really big companies and, you know, their graphic art and, and partner with them. So a lot of it's been work related, I'm sure. And now all of that is changing and all of it's different. And there's been so many articles popping up on like the idea that, uh, the influencer culture is gone, you know, have, are you seeing things just shifting? Do you think that there will be a societal shift when it comes to social media moving forward from this period of time, like a post-COVID? It's hard to say. I mean, I definitely think it's going to be very different. And, you know, maybe there's something inside of me that that wanted to prepare for that, which is maybe why I started something that was more of a passion project. Um you know, it definitely has me thinking about other interests outside of social media. I don't think anyone should be too reliant on, on an industry that changes so much. So I think, you know, get your hands dirty in a lot of different areas and kind of see what what clicks for you. Um, I mean, that's just kind of how I've always been over the past, you know, 10 years or so doing all of this. You just kind of have to pivot. And there's always going to be something else. So I think just not getting too attached to the industry would be my advice. That's great advice. 
We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly.
are back. You've been so open on our podcast. You were one of our first guests and we will forever love you for that. And you know, it's my only other podcast I've ever done is this one. So. <laughs> really? I love that. It's amazing. Uh, season one, Brie was our ninth episode and you were just the best guest and so open with us about, you know, your struggle that you are constantly having with um, anxiety and depression and all mm-hmm. of that. And I know that that is in the forefront of the mm-hmm. conversation now that we are all quarantined. Do you feel that your personal right. level of anxiety is has decreased or increased due to quarantine? Oh, man. I feel like it has been the weirdest shit ever, honestly. <laughs> like, I feel like things that I thought were just completely done with you know have just come to the surface more than ever before i feel like i've experienced levels of joy and peace more than ever but also like total insanity as far as my anxiety and past trauma stuff just kind of coming to the surface so i think it's been a time of just a lot of intensity for me i'm I'm feeling like probably a lot of other people too. I think it's just, it, I think it's a, a great time for, I like to picture it just coming up and out, you know, and we have, we just have so much time to sit around and think and not a lot of distractions that we normally have or to break up our thoughts. And I think that this stuff can't live inside of us anyway. So it, it, it needs to come up and out. So I, I think of it as, a time to be grateful for, but definitely a time to kind of buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> well said. Yeah. It's funny. I like, I, I think the hardest part for me has been finding that motivation for like healthy outlets. Like uh, the idea of oh. like, okay, you know what? I just want to sit down and I can read something or I can just sit in the quiet. Yeah. And I haven't been able to just fully give myself over to that. The idea of sitting oh, down no. and reading, I'm like, my brain doesn't want to do this much work right now. Oh, I'm just I going know. right back to Shit's Creek mm-hmm. and just like the Netflix is coming mm-hmm. back on and I'm going to mindlessly scroll through like outfits that I will never buy because I won't be wearing them anytime soon. Right. But that's been the hardest shift for me is thinking like that I was going to use this opportunity of time to like turn it into like the American productivity train and the reality of just, you know what I mean? Because it's every, it's like such the American way. There was so much more stress underneath all of it, like just with the news and like sort of what it is doing to our bodies without us even really knowing it, mm-hmm. that I just was like totally knocked on my ass, you know? And I was like zero productive, wasn't cooking, couldn't read, too bored to think. Like I was just having to give myself like so much grace because it was just like a total disaster. Honestly. Well, and I think that's what this experience has been for all of us is it's, it's not even a day by day process. It's an hour by hour, minute by minute process where you're fine and then you're just not, and that's okay. And I think we're all coming Mm -hmm. to terms with the fact that we got to love ourselves through the whole part of it. And you're right. We're learning new, new sides to ourselves, and things are coming up that we thought we dealt with. And it's just part of life now. It's our daily part of life. And we um, are really kind of all going through it to the best of our abilities and just accepting that it's okay to not be the best version of yourself at all times, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I knew that I was like a workaholic before this. Like I knew that I was slowing down for a reason, but this has really highlighted like, wow, I got a lot of my self-worth from achieving, doing, like producing, like creating like I almost don't even feel you know my self-worth feels so low when I'm just not being asked anything of me you know and I really had to sort of look at that it's so interesting when all of this when everything started like week one my husband and I have had different points of lows throughout this um I think we're in day 45 of quarantine and week one, Mm -hmm. I had my meltdown where I was just like, I need time to be creative. I need my space to be able to do the things that I need to do for myself. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and he was like, well, I know, but what, like, obviously we've got a four-year-old who needs like catering Uh to, and we've got like our older girls who will need, like, we're all going to have to do this together. And I just had this big fear where it was just where I was like, yeah, but I have to do stuff for me that's like important and I don't want to just feel like I'm just 
letting go of who I am. And, and the reality was he was like, we're all going to have to do that. You know, he was like, there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with during this time, just taking care of your family and yourself. Like why that's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. That's not counterproductive. That's the most productive thing you can do. And it took me a minute to get over this like idea of like that, that was less than, and that wasn't enough. Mm -hmm. And that, that needed to be compared to what anyone else was doing, but it was so wild. I never Mm -hmm. would have thought in that scenario that I would have had that kind of like freak out, like that was so Mm self-involved and that's okay. Like that was, that's Mm -hmm. just what happens sometimes. We're all human human and can be self-involved and, and, but like it was a big wake up call of, of how much I was thinking that like productivity in the outside world is what made me think of myself as important or like necessary as opposed uh-huh. to just like showing up for my family and being a good mom and a good mm-hmm. partner. Have you guys found any at home mm-hmm. remedies that help with that, that help you cope with those experiences? I adopted a dog. Love it. So I could put my codependency issues on an animal instead of <laughs> I've noticed a lot no, of people just, doing it's that. It's a healthy distraction though. Yeah, and it's a purpose. It's a reason to get up yeah, they, and someone needs you. Yeah. Honestly, I think I needed it to have some sort of schedule. And like I've been outside five days a week, or I mean five times a day now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just been the best thing for me to just put my attention on something, love something else and not not think so much like I think my biggest enemy is just getting way too in my head trying to over process everything Mm. and the dog just kind of like takes me out of that brings me back to the present and it's it's been awesome your website says the art of creating something is always more important than the result and that really spoke Mm -hmm. to me because I think this ties into what we've all been discussing. You, we all want to feel productive and do it for a reason. And the truth is what we, what we can learn mm-hmm. through all this is that it doesn't really need to be an end result or a reason. We can just do it to do it. Um, and it can be mm-hmm. a, not just a creative outlet, but it can relieve stress. And so whatever art that is to all of us, um, that can be a good way to kind of release all this stress and get it out. Um, even just something simple like finger painting. Candace was helping me out with, you know, suggesting yeah. that I sit with Poppy and try and finger paint, you know, or something simple like that, because right. I keep running out of ways to entertain her, I feel like. And even this morning, my husband said, we don't have to entertain mm-hmm. her. She's happy. She's just happy, just doing whatever we're doing, hanging out with us. And so, yeah, yeah, just trying to figure out ways to continue to um, grow without an end result is what I'm learning through all this. I'm taking that advice that, like, I don't have to be great at it. You know, I remember being a kid even and, like, not wanting to sit and draw because I was like, Oh, that's ugly. Or I don't like how that looks, you know? And like, I'm bad or whatever. And it's just sort of like, okay, no, you're not. And it was, was it fun? And was it just a, a nice distraction? And was it fun to pick the colors? Like, yes. And if you did this every day, don't you think it, you would get better at it? Just sort of like, again, building confidence in yourself that you don't have to be good immediately every single thing that you're trying to do you know like I'm not saying everyone needs to go get a new hobby but we all need to try things that are a little outside of our comfort zone because then you're working you're doing something that's just for the sake of doing it it's not it's Mm -hmm. you know the whole point of like you cook this incredible meal you're going to eat it and you have to clean the dishes and it's done it's over it's gone and I think Mm -hmm. sometimes you know we forget that like yeah like what, you know, as silly as it sounds to sit down and I would have never just sat down and like done a watercolor and I'm terrible at art, but you know, with a four-year-old <laughs> around, you do that kind of stuff. And I realized, oh, this is yeah. lovely actually. Like I can just check mm-hmm. out, I can zone out. This doesn't have to go anywhere. This doesn't need to like be, this isn't like where I call myself an artist. This is just for the sake of like the right. internal work that's being done that I'm going to see mm-hmm. the benefit from. And that's all it has to be mm-hmm. about, you know, even just like taking a walk. It's like, it used to be, yeah. well, all of this feels like a waste of time. Shouldn't I be doing something more important? Should I, I be doing something more productive? And I feel like that's been the benefit of, um, 
of just the tiny moments. It doesn't even mean like that. I know that right now, every day, all day, isn't like a vacation for a lot of people. This is not what this time is right now. Mm -hmm. This is everyone trying to do their best during a global pandemic, during a crisis. And through that, it's just finding those like little moments where you can give like your internal self just a break and and a rest from it. And that's why you have I Am Presently. So you can go online and watch (laughs) Brie do these really soothing, beautiful videos. And Brie, I know that you, um, you know, you're a creative director, you're an art director and a graphic designer. And so not only are these good cooking videos, but they're just your color scheme, the beauty of the food. I mean, you, it's, it is really inspiring. And so, um, Oh, thank you. I'm really excited for you to keep doing these videos. We don't know when that's going to happen and that's okay. But the ones that you have up right now are really, really wonderful. Um, Do you have any other recipes that you're excited to make whenever this is over? Yeah. I I mean, I still am doing like cooking stories on Design Love Fest all the time. So you could definitely check that out for like hundreds of, I have like quarantine highlights you could check out because I know that like we all just, kind of spaced out on like, what am I going to make again? You know, we kind of all need to (laughs) give each other ideas. Um, What am I, I just made a chicken and rice soup last night. That was so delicious. Definitely recommend that one. Um, I don't know. What else? You guys should definitely try the matcha almond milk latte. Almond milk matcha latte looks delicious. It does. It looks amazing. I'm actually (laughs) going to go to the grocery store after this. So this is perfect for me. I'll just check out all your videos and write down all the ingredients. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that curry is Thing. Ooh, you have to make it. That sounds great. Brie, everyone knows you as Design Love Fest, and that is where your tr- inspiration first started. Um, do you have anything exciting that you're doing, you know, obviously after quarantine, post-quarantine, but um, anything exciting that's <laughs> coming on, on that front? Yeah, I mean, Design Love Fest will always be, like, so special to me, and I really actually love that it's been a place that's become more and more personal more and more intimate, you know, more and more me over time and less so much like a a brand and kind of it's gotten back more to me and my struggles or my triumphs and things like that. So I'm just excited to watch where that goes. And I feel like last year was the best year for collaborating with brands that just felt super in line with, you know, what I would use and what I would love to promote. So I'm excited to, you know, keep going with that. And we just launched a ton of new phone cases. So I'm happy about that. And kind of, yeah, I mean, it's all it's all evolving. Right now, it's a little bit on a break, but we'll get back to it. I feel like you're always like five steps ahead of like what's cool and beautiful and, <laughs> like, and like just like everything. <laughs> yes. You're always just I like five steps ahead. I think maybe it's just ahead. a lot of time in my head. <laughs> Too much well, time it's a beautiful think. space, beautiful space in there. Um, <laughs> what do you feel like if you had to, I feel like there's a term for it, which you probably know where it's like people who can like tell what's going to be on like trend spotters, trendsetters, like trendsetters, <laughs> trend, trendsetters. Oh yeah. <laughs> but what do you I feel like know, people are going to, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. As then a like beautiful curated psychic. Um, what do you see people <laughs> needing this year? What do you see people leaning into this year and visually or just like, especially it's so interesting seeing all how like commercials have shifted so fast mm-hmm. and like, you know, everyone's trying to like comfort the masses. Like, what do you feel like people oh, yeah. are going to need? I hope that we lean more into real intimacy and real honesty. You know, I think that obviously we've been moving in that direction for a long time, but hopefully this makes people even more open to their genuine thoughts and not just leaning into vulnerability for likes, but really like showing themselves. You know, I think that that's one of the biggest things that I've always stuck to and why my business works for me. And so I hope now with all of this sense of like community and humanity and you know, I think people are going to be treasuring their lives more now and gardening at home and cooking at home and, 
having more of a, I don't know, just, I just think intimacy and openness is going to continue to flourish after this quarantine. I love that. I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah. What a great lesson to come out learning because in the era of, you know, face tune and so many filters and, you know, all of this, it's really a lesson that I think our world needs to learn and is learning. Um, And there's just something so poetic about no one being able, all the jokes on the internet about no one being able to like, you know, get their hair colored or get waxed or like all of these things Mm -hmm. and just being your honest, raw self and learning to love yourself for that. And um, yeah, it's all just kind of coming full circle. It's really interesting. It's all going to be good. It's all going to be for a reason. If you have any more psychic, psychic, um, you know, moments, let us know. <laughs> Keep us in in the loop as to what's I'll ahead. <laughs> well, well I, we know that all of our listeners can find, um, follow you on social media and see that vulnerable, true, authentic self. You really have done such a wonderful time um, posting from. Thank you just a true place and and just a vulnerable place that I think people have needed to see. I know that I have. So I appreciate that as someone who does follow you on social media. Well, I love you girls. Thank you for having me. Always. Thank you for joining us. um, Just so our listeners know as well, you have a YouTube channel for uh, I am presently, right? And I think it's just presently. I wish I knew. Um, yeah, I think it's present. I mean, the company name is presently. I just did I am presently because that's all that was available. Got it. But it's presently, and the thought around I am presently is just to be really thoughtful around, you know, how am I feeling presently? Like, what am I feeling right now? So it's a good question to ask yourself throughout your day. But you can find it, you know, I am presently on Instagram. And yeah, I think that YouTube is probably just presently, but should have prepared. We'll, for that. we'll have a link in our bio <laughs> for those that want to that want to click on it. Um, the youth will find it. They know how to find oh, it yeah. on YouTube. Um, yeah, Bree, we just love you. Just thanks, thanks for coming on and being your true, authentic self with us. Always, we just really appreciate it. All right, stay good out there. We love you. You know, one of the things I'm taking away from our conversation with Brie is that idea to allow myself to fail. And I'm not sure it's something I've ever truly sat down and allowed myself to do. You know, obviously I've failed at a million things, but it, to just uh, accept myself through the failure. And that's um, something I'm going to try to do this week. And hopefully help. it'll help me. <laughs> How about you? Yeah, cuz so it is it it's funny. It's like being around a 4-year-old, you realize like how much just how stunted we are as adults. You know, we just stunt ourselves constantly because out of fear of not being good enough mm-hmm. and it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And you know, all our 4-year-old wants to do right now is sing songs and she goes like, "Mommy, I'm going to sing a song for you. Now you sing a song for me. Just make it up." And I'm like, no, no, you just keep doing it. But it's like, why? It's just so sad you realize that you get to a point where you forget how to play and you mm-hmm. forget how to just like be silly and and like paint a watercolor that, you know, nobody has to have or ever see just for the enjoyment of making it and and sing a silly song and tell a silly story. And there's no judgment. You know, we're so tough on ourselves that... um you know, it was really refreshing to hear. Like, I love, you know, Bree's kind of, I don't know if she kind of takes it as like a mantra or a meditation where she just, you know, says, this is all just going through me. You know, things that are coming back up that I was dealing with a long time ago and I'm just letting it pass through me. I'm letting it pass through me. And I really love that um, that visual. Mm. And that's something that I want to take away from this mm. is that, you know, just letting those fears come in and letting it pass through me and letting you know, that kind of like uncomfortable, like shit, quite frankly, you know, that we all have as, as humans and as adults, cause we've lived lives and we've had, you know, bad times and good times, but you know, and that comes with a lot of stuff to process. And, but I just want to continue to let it pass through me, the stuff that I don't need to hold on to and the fears that I don't need to, you know, just keep inside that you can just kind of let that go. Mm. 
and make it a safer place where we can all just be vulnerable together. I love that. Uh, um, I know there's so much that uh, she's opened our eyes to, and we hope you guys as listeners took away all... um, I don't know why I always get so <laughs> caught up in this. There's so much that Brie, there is so much that Brie shared. With but I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to be perfect, Kayla. Okay, I, you don't have to be a, perfect. This is the lesson I'm present. learning. <laughs> be vulnerable. You can make mistakes. We've been watching a lot of the magic school bus in our house. Uh-huh. And Miss Frizzle says it best. Get messy. Make mistakes. It, this is what it's about. I love it. Well, good. Um, I will tell myself that. Thanks, Miss Frizzle. And thanks, Brie Emery, um, for coming on today and um, sharing all your wisdom with us. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Directionally Challenged. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 